Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. That's 800-405-2561. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide, your inside look into combat sports. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in radio and internet history, Pedro Fernandez. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sports Byline Studios in the city by the bay, San Francisco, California. Check it, sports fans. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. 35, no, make that 36 plus years now of being often imitated but hardly duplicated. We are the boxing standard Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Welcome to the show. My name is Pedro Fernandez. We do have open phone lines. I'll drop that at the top of the show. We don't go to the phone lines too often, but I will drop this at the top of the show. 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. The far more popular means of... Uh, Getting access to hear us here in the studio is the text line. You can text us 24-7 at 415-275-1613. That's right. The Ring Talk Live Worldwide text line. Once again, 415-275-1613. So we are a week away. Wow, a week away from the big fight. I'm talking about Deontay Wilder, the WBC champion, the bronze medalist from 2008, the Olympic bronze medalist from Mobile, Alabama. You know, that boxing hotbed, the mecca of boxing. Not really but he's a good street fighter, not the greatest boxer in the world. Of course, I thought he lost to Tyson Fury. I I thought he lost 10 rounds to two. I mean, it wasn't even close. It wasn't even close. They robbed that poor Irish guy that night. There was absolutely no doubt about it. And the Staples Center was at December 1st, 2018. They put a gun to Tyson Fury's head and walked away with the heavyweight or the WBC heavyweight title. Anyway, the mandated rematch, it ain't going to happen because Tyson Fury's doing his WWE thing because of the cut on his face. That's right. Those two cuts on his eye. Take a long time to heal. He won't be ready for Wilder probably until maybe August of 2020. Straight up, you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Often imitated but hardly duplicated live on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, Channel 211. Wow, I can keep going. The American Forces Network, iTunes, Stitcher.com. Do I need to keep going? Yeah, I can, but I don't have enough time. Bottom line is, you tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Spoke of strangers that don't sleep to a bed.
clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right, the World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Men, if you want to pee easier, listen to this. A new Nobel Prize discovery was just proven in a clinical trial to help men pee 241% more, ending multiple trips to the bathroom and the constant urge to go. This breakthrough is finally available in a pill called Prostavive LS, developed by famed men's health expert Dr. Al Sears. And for a limited time, you can get a free bottle. Call 800-769-8155. Patients who've taken Prostavive LS are singing its praises. Hi, my name is Paul, and I'm 73 years old. I used to get up multiple times a night to go to the bathroom, but after taking Prostavive LS, I now sleep through the night. Prostavive LS does not require a prescription, and there are no side effects. But this free bottle is not available in stores. Call 800-769-8155 to get your free bottle of this Nobel Prize-winning discovery proven in clinical trials to help men pee 241% more. That's 800-769-8155. Message and data rates may apply. Please do not text and drive. See purple.com for terms and conditions. And now for an important announcement. Do you, or does someone you know, sweat the bed? Do you ever wake up feeling like you've been sleeping on a slip and slide? Sweating the bed is a serious but a common problem that affects your sleep, health, and happiness. Plus, it's just plain gross. But it's not you. It's your mattress. Fortunately, there is a cure. It's called Purple. Purple is the only mattress with a scientifically engineered smart comfort grid. This patented technology is designed to let air flow freely so you sleep cool. Side effects of sleeping on Purple include sleeping better, feeling better, and, well, honestly, smelling better. Try the Purple mattress risk-free for 100 nights and never sweat the bed again. And for a limited time, pick a free Purple product with your mattress purchase by texting SMART to 84888. The coolest sleep of your life and a free Purple product by texting SMART to 84888. That's S-M-A-R-T to 84888. iHeartRadio, an app so powerful, it holds 20 million songs from 450,000 artists. Thousands of the best live radio stations, custom stations, and stations created just for you. It's anywhere and it's everywhere. Millions of songs, thousands of stations, one free app. iHeartRadio is that easy. Download the app today or listen online at iHeartRadio.com. Welcome back to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Of course, a Sports Byline production. My name is Pedro Fernandez. We're talking boxing MMA today only on Sports Byline. Woo! It's going to be good. Six days away, of course, from the rematch for the WBC heavyweight title. I'm talking about Deontay Wilder unbeaten with that draw, of course, against Tyson Fury. But he is a man from Mobile, Alabama. I don't know what that means, but he's a 2008 Olympic bronze medalist. I mean, I, I gr- granted, he's a good puncher. He's knocked a lot of guys out. Some of them weren't worthy of getting in the ring with him. But the bottom line is they pushed a lot of guys up the steps for Deontay Wilder, much like they do every other heavyweight contender and champion before him. I mean, in order for a guy to be 35-0, and 0, there's got to be 35 guys for him to beat. Bottom line is, at the end of the day, right now, Wilder does have that undefeated mark, but there's a bit of an asterisk next to it after, of course, the performance with Tyson Fury. I mean, come on. He won two rounds, the two rounds in which he knocked Tyson Fury down. Uh, I think it was the 8th and the 12th. Outside of that... 
And maybe the twelfth round, you can't give him a ten-eight round because you know Tyson Fury got up and was licking him like a sap. I mean, Deontay Wilder thought he had seen a ghost. I mean, he did. He thought he had seen a ghost when that man rose off the canvas like that. Well, I thought he had seen a ghost because you know that was sort of like, was sort of, like, sort of like like The Exorcist or or or, or, or The Undertaker or, or when I fell through that roof as a cop. I fell forty feet through a roof. Bam! Hit the concrete floor. And I woke up and looked up at the ceiling. Remember those other cops saying, I think he's dead. <laughs> I'm not dead. Bottom line is, you really don't know what's happening in those couple of seconds. You don't. And here we have this heavyweight championship going down. Of course, the guy getting him off the deck from a punch that nobody can. There's no way any if you were to freeze that fight after you knocked him down like that and he was laying there in that casket-like position, if you were to freeze that frame right there and say, will you bet on Dyson Fury getting up and finishing the round, let alone winning the round, winning the end of the round, you wouldn't. You wouldn't, no way you would do that. But the bottom line was he did do that. And of course, Tyson Fury coming back, coming back strongly. Deontay Wilder was blown away by that. He was celebrating, celebrated a little bit too soon. At the end of the day, I thought Tyson Fury deserved to win. He didn't. Of course, the rematch sort of put in doubt, not put in doubt, put in jeopardy because of the fact that Tyson Fury was all cut up fighting those two stiffs. Remember, he got fought a couple of, uh, how can I put this, nice guys from Europe, and those guys weren't worthy of being in the ring with him. But he got some work, and he finished those guys appropriately. But at the end of the day, he suffered damage, maybe permanent damage and scar tissue over, I believe, his right eye that will probably be hard to, hard to repair. And in 9 to 10 months, it'll be ready, maybe. You are tuned to the Mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network. We take it to the City of Angels and bring in the retired HBO godfather, Mr. Larry Merchant. Larry, how are you this morning, sir? I am uh, good this morning, uh, Pedro, looking out through the small windows in my office and uh, seeing nothing but uh, green and blue. Lucky you, Godfather. Now, we are six days away from Ortiz. Of course, Luis Ortiz, the Cuban heavyweight, pretty good heavyweight, no doubt about that. He's lost lost one fight, of course, to Deontay Wilder previously. Um, And he's taken on Wilder in this rematch. He looks good physically, but, you know, should I get excited about this if I'm an average boxing fan? I don't know if excited is is the word. You certainly should be uh, curious and interested and uh, hope that the fight will excite you. Um, Ortiz um, is a tough dude, a tough old dude. Um, and while they um, found his credibility in that fight by coming back, uh, from some damaging blows and winding up uh, knocking him out and so forth. So it's worth a rematch, and maybe it's a more dangerous fight for Wilder than we we uh, realize. Um, so I applaud him for taking the fight, uh, trying to lead up to the the big ones next year. Interesting. Of course, the big one being Tyson Fury eventually for the World Heavyweight Championship. Tyson Fury doing his WWE stuff and not trying to get a hit on that, that one side of his face where those cuts are trying to heal. Uh, have their fights ever been put in the history of boxing? Can you look back and tell me where, where, a, where a cut, I'm mean, outside of that George Foreman, Muhammad Ali temporary postponement, where a cut has impacted a rematch as, as significantly as this, these cuts are in, in, impacting this one? Um. I can't think of anything right now, uh, uh, Pedro. You know, we've seen fighters with with bad cuts, and um, yeah, maybe it's uh, months or the best part of a year before uh, individuals can come back from those things. 
Um, I guess uh, Tyson Fury has decided to stay active by uh, boxing MMA uh, people in in the meantime, which is a um, uh, you'd have to say a uh, circus creative creative way to uh, make money and not jeopardize your injury. Good point. Larry Merch is our guest. Of course, you are tuned to the Mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network, live worldwide, coming to you from the city, by the way. Larry Ortiz is a underdog here, about a 3-1 to one underdog. Is that, does, his, does that marry the fact that he dropped Wilder? Does that marry him being a 3-1 to one dog? Well, it, just, it, re, it reflects the feeling that this is not a walkover. Maybe it turns out that way. But... Uh, that's, I think, an honest number, uh, given what happened in their first fight. Uh, given that uh, this, for Ortiz, this is a, a farewell or hello moment, uh, and that there is a certain desperation in that. So I, I you know, I think it's uh, um, an honest fight. And and maybe an entertaining fight, in that if you're a fight fan, you can't miss it. Deontay Wilder, of course, the unbeaten 2008 Olympic bronze medalist, comes to us from Mobile, Alabama, Mobile, Alabama, the boxing hotbed that it is. Now, the other two heavyweights, of course, are getting ready for December the seventh. The two other two heavyweights being Andrew Ruiz, of course, and Anthony Joshua. There's really a little animosity going back and forth here because uh, Joshua and those guys, I guess, are still stunned over the fact they were drilled. Why don't they accept us the fact that they were beaten? I mean, they're coming up with different excuses here and there. They were beaten clearly, and in the rematch, I don't know where the oddsmakers are going with this godfather, but I would, if I was a money-throwing guy and throwing money down, I'd throw it on the fat guy. Well, I think a lot of people feel that way. What are the excuses? I haven't followed that. Oh, he's you know he he said that he didn't train properly. Then he overtrained. I mean, you know that kind of stuff. And then, well, maybe I didn't do it right, or maybe I did spend too much time lifting weights. All this kind of good stuff. Nothing has none of that lifting weight stuff has anything to do with his intestinal fortitude and his desire not to get off the ropes. There. Uh, well, I don't think there's any doubt that uh, there was overconfidence on that side of the ring. Uh, You look at. You, you you look at the heavyweight champion and what he looks like, and he's looking across the ring at this guy who looks like a fat slob and has only had three or four weeks uh, to train for the fight um, because he was a late substitute, and you think this is a walkover or a punchover. And, um, but he... What was fascinating to me is he didn't have another gear. He didn't when 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 he saw what he was confronted with uh, when the fat guy um, was was still singing. I'll put it that way. Um, that he didn't wasn't able to ad- adapt or adjust. Now maybe that's because uh, he hadn't trained properly. Uh, and he's uh, making excuses for himself, not for the world. And uh, we'll see whether having all this time to uh, look in the mirror and look in the, and look at the the footage, maybe we'll see him uh, better able to handle 
I think in, in not trying to knock him too much, but I think he was a manufactured fighter. What I mean by that is he wasn't a boxer per se growing up. He was an athlete. When you turn a guy, an athletic guy, into a boxer late in life, it ain't the same as being born in the you, game. Uh, you're correct. You, you, you're you're um, b- because they're not used to getting they they haven't gone through the vetting that. Real fighters uh, usually do. Good point. The Godfather Larry Merchant on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it, all of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But the secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. 
Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Would it bother you much if I worked a little longer? I'll just pour the door closed when you leave. Thank you. If there's magic in boxing, it's the magic of fighting battles beyond endurance, beyond cracked ribs, ruptured kidneys, and detached redness. Magic of risking everything for a dream that nobody sees but you. You tune to Ring Talk Live Worldwide coming to you Saturday and Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific time, only on Sports Byline. Million Dollar Baby. That's the way it went down for a lot of us folks. The trainer left us in front of a bag and said, Do you want this? Do you really want this? And some of us really wanted that. Bottom line is you are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network on the line from the City of Angels, the retired HBO godfather, Mr. Hall of Fame himself, Mr. Larry Merchant. And Larry, of course, heavyweights are, are, are the subject right now, but there's all these other hot divisions. I'm so high on this lightweight division, but I got to ask you, maybe I asked you this once before on the phone we were talking, but why would Vasil Lomachenko be willing to drop from 135 pounds to 130 pounds when there's so much, there's so many big money fights at 135? Uh, I guess we'll have to ask him. Uh, there may be big money fights in our hopes and imaginations at 135. The question is whether the other 135 pounders really want to fight him. Um, and he came from a lower weight division, and if he's willing to go back there uh, to fight 130 pounders who are willing to fight him, you know, that's the business of the game. Uh, but, uh, uh, from what I from what I see, Lomachenko is a brilliant athlete, and um, if you're the the management of a top fighter, you want to expose him to him where you can't make a lot of money because, as brilliant an athlete as he may be, he's not a major attraction, and you're going to get the small end of the of the purse. Now maybe you can get the small end of a purse that's that that's the same or even a little less with a better chance to win in another division. So um, that's what it's all about. If you had a, if you had a lightweight, would you want him to fight Lomachenko? I, I would, you know what, after that fight with Jorge Linares, I see maybe a leak here and there. I wouldn't be too afraid to put him up against a guy that weighed in at 135 and came in the ring about 144, 145. I think physical and upper body strength is a key to beating him, much like um, much like Orlando Salida did in an upset loss early on when he mugged him. But I'm looking at these lightweights now. You got Lomachenko, 14-1, and one, uh, Richard Comey, 29-2. Of course, he's taking on Teofimo Lopez in a little while. Lopez is only 14 and zip out of Brooklyn, but he's a 
hot prospect. Devin Haney out of the City by the Bay, 24-0 now, the WBC champion. Luke Campbell. I mean, there's some there's some really good guys. Ryan Garcia, of course, the the uh, the Golden Boy. They're trying to, you know what? They're really trying to poison him, position him as the as the heir apparent to Canelo and draw and ratings, all this kind of stuff. They've got Ryan Garcia doing everything but wearing Canelo shorts. Well, Ryan Garcia is a sensational-looking young 21-year-old lightweight. Beautiful. And he just beat a rough, tough, experienced Filipino fighter in in a minute and a half. Um, It was a gorgeous exhibition of of boxing and banging, but uh, I think he's far from ready for Lomachenko. Uh, maybe in a year or two when uh, he's 23 and Lomachenko is 35 or 36, uh, maybe they'll they'll take that shot. And maybe there's a lot of money to be made in that fight because uh, he looks like he's got a chance uh, to be as much of a star outside of the ring as he looks inside of the ring. He's a good-looking, well-spoken kid uh, with a sense of humor and... Um, Maybe he will pop through. Ryan Garcia, of course, 19 and zip. Devin Haney, 24 and 0. Ryan from Victorville, California, which only has one thing in it, Godfather. It has a barbecue. That's pretty damn good there on the main drag. Outside of that, you wouldn't <laughs> want to stop in Victorville. But Ryan Garcia is from Victorville, California, down there on the coast, somewhere like Coastside, California. And, of course, uh, the bottom line is Mr. Devin Haney from San Francisco up here, the WBC champion. They fought before and as amateurs. There's bad blood. They don't like each other. I just think this makes for a great lightweight division. Much like, much like back in the day when, our, when, when Duran was shown a picture of Arguello and used to snarl. I like that. Well, if you include the lightweight division, you got the junior welterweight division. Yeah, the, the welterweight division, the the, uh, the middleweight division, uh, and four guys on top of the heavyweight division that everybody wants to see fight each other. So um, it is a moment in time when uh, um, there's a lot of of good matches to be made and a lot of exciting fights to watch. And, um, hey, if, if you're a, a, a boxing a knucklehead like we are, then, uh, hey, it's, it's uh, paradise. Okay. <clears throat> Terrence Crawford is coming back, and I think he's going to try to do this on pay-per-view one more time. He's 35 zip, 26 kills out of Omaha, Nebraska, another boxing hotbed, much like Obin Mobile, Alabama. But he's taking on a guy who I can't even come close to pronouncing his name, so I'm not, I tried Ijigadis Kavalawakis. I'm going to try just like that. That's as close as I can get, 21-0 with a draw. Um, you know, people have said that, that he's... He's skipping the somehow he's missing the boat to superstardom with these make time and these mark fights. In other words, in other words, these just sort of like work fights. So when do we see something out of Crawford? I mean, are we going to have to wait for that Spence fight until they're like both ninety? Well, uh, hopefully, a, a time comes when both sides think that they can make a lot of money. Um, both by both sides, I mean the different. Uh, um, uh, promotion companies and, and networks, and they think that somehow they can finesse this, as has happened in the past, and both, all of them make money, more money than they can make in any other fight. 
that's when it will be made, and hopefully um, we'll all live to see it. Well, Crawford's opponent in his last fight, Igajidis, uh had a majority draw with Ray Robinson. So, Ray Robinson. So they dug up Walker Smith Jr., and they couldn't beat him in 2019. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Bottom line is Ray Robinson, just a namesake there of uh, Ray Robinson. Bottom 24-3, and three, not really a world-class fighter. But drawing with him sort of doesn't prepare him for a fight with Terrence Crawford. So it definitely looks like a, a marked time fight for Crawford. Any word on Spence, whether he's going to come back soon? And, and were there drugs in his system outside know. of just— I, you know, uh, We've touched on this before, Pedro. You know, they say he got out of his uh, one-car turnover disaster without a scratch on him. I'll believe it when I see it. (laughs) That, you know, I thought this had Jerry Jones' press release written all over it. I just think Jerry Jones is a master at that, and he's he's doing a lot for that kid publicity-wise down there in Texas. And I thought that he just put – I thought he put a blanket on this as far as – publicity was concerned. Of course, he was, uh, they said he had some alcohol in his system, and they cited him with a DUI afterwards. We wish him the very best, best of luck as far as a recovery is concerned. Now, real quick, Godfather, I'm putting you on the spot. Deontay Wilder and Luis Ortiz, I should watch this fight on pay-per-view, and what's going to happen? Uh, first, I didn't know it was pay-per-view. Uh, <laughs> there you go. I, 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 I'm not, I'm not, I want to see the fight, but not that badly. Oh, oh! Okay, that's that's a that's a good television fight. It's not a pay per view fight, um, as far as I'm concerned. Maybe they'll have it on delay, and I'll watch it then. Um, look, how can you not go with Wilder? Yeah, the undefeated cat, of course, Mobile, Alabama, that one draw to, to Tyson Fury. Uh, of course, he, wow, Tyson Fury got off the deck not once but twice. Tyson Fury doing his thing in the world of wrestling entertainment. The rest of the heavyweight division sort of sort of like unnamed. In other words, they're sort of like looking and waiting for the top to sort of like break off. Well, um, there's money to be made for uh, some of those good but not championship caliber Heavyweights uh, between the between the big fights when the when some of the heavyweights will be looking for opponents uh, to uh, make some money and uh, and and stay in shape. That's their lot in in life. Um, but you know, to me, that's looking like uh, like you want to look at the bottom of the shoe instead of the shoe. Uh, the shoe means we have four very watchable, entertaining heavyweights, and that's where my focus is. The great Larry Merchant, the retired HBO Godfather, the Hall of Famer. Godfather, you and the Godmother doing anything today? Um, we're trying to we're trying to figure it out. We we like to read the Sunday papers and hang out a little bit, but uh, we may go down to the park or. I may bike down to the beach. Um, we have a few errands to run. We have a few uh, grandchildren to hang out with. Um, we'll improvise something good. Give her a big kiss for me. I'm talking about the God Mama, and bless you both. Have a great day, sir. Back at you, Pedro. 
the great Larry Merchant, live on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. You can text me. i got a couple texts I'll get to in the next segment. We'll switch gears a little bit and talk about the world of mixed martial arts. The UFC, of course, rocking and rolling. But I'm, you know, I'm not happy with the UFC, and I'll talk about that in depth. But in hour number two, we've got Stitch Duran, the cut man to the stars, both in the world of mixed martial arts and boxing, coming on live at about 12 minutes past hour number two. You are tuned to the mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Get to Kohl's and take an extra 15% off. Save on Cuddle Dead Sheets starting at $25.49, an air fryer $84.99, and a Bella single-serve coffee maker just $33.99. Plus, take an extra $10 off your $50 home sale purchase. Plus, get Kohl's cash this weekend at Kohl's. Select styles. Offers valid November 7th through 17th. 15% off with promo code SHOP15. Home offer with promo code ENTERTAIN10. Some exclusions apply. See store or kohls.com for details. Here comes the decision now. Let's listen. Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right. The World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Check it, sports fans. You're listening to Ring Talk Live Worldwide in exclusive Sports Byline production. Um, how did I get up from the knockdowns? 
I don't know. Straight up, the UFC is rocking and rolling, or is it? Of course, across the pond in Russia, Brazil last night. I'm talking to Jan Blackowicz, of course, in the main event against Ronald, uh, Ronaldo Zakara. Let's talk about that main event right away, of course. Uh, Black was winning a split decision after five rounds. And then the main event, that was the main event, the semi-main event, Mauricio Shogun Rua won a uh, draw. It was a draw. Take that back, a split draw. So 29-28, both judges had it two rounds of one, and one judge had it even 28-28. Why Rua still fight, I really don't know. Bottom line is they should arrest him for for hurt, for damaging himself. I mean, good Lord, he's like over 40. He's got a lot of fights, a lot, a lot of beatings. I saw him take one licking against Dan Henderson. I had to turn my face away from the octagon down there in San Jose, California, folks. That's how brutal it was. It was too brutal for me. Anyway, Charles Oliveira was a winner on the card. Outside of that, no big names on the card. The USC hurting for names, as I speak, of course, coming around with the fact that you know, they're bringing back guys like, trying to bring back guys like Nate, Nick Diaz. Nick Diaz hasn't fought since, what, I don't know, 2015. They're talking about bringing him back. Of course, a bit of a draw. Tried his, tried his uh, act in the world of promotions back in 2013. That didn't turn out too well. I think the claim to fame for the Diaz brothers, both Nick and, Nick and Nate. Of course, Nate Diaz having uh, lost in a decision, a decision, doctor's decision, stopping the fight with Jorge Masvidal a fortnight ago at the Madison Square Garden, is that when those two guys, of course, screwed up the CBS contract, the Strike Force contract, when they got into their brawl on live television, of course, on CBS television, CBS decided they were going to do MMA live, and then they had the, the Diaz brothers sort of just like go off in the middle of the octagon, I mean, the middle of the cage and start a fight. At the end of the night, CBS canceled that MMA contract with Strikeforce because of the Diaz brothers. But outside of that, you know, Nate has, Nick hasn't been around since that fight with Anderson Silva back in 2015, as I said, and that was overturned. I believe that was a, uh, he tested positive for marijuana. Ooh, yeah. And, of course, he lost with GSP before that and Carlos Condit before that. How did he get a title fight after losing to Carlos Condit? I never got that one. Anyway, bottom line is Nick Diaz has got the benefit of doubt a few times as far as the UFC is concerned because he delivers. I mean, if, there, if ever there were two guys I probably wanted to walk down the street with in Tijuana, those back alleys, because I used to walk. I used, to, I used to walk the back alleys of Tijuana late at night. I would do TV shows down there once a month for like a year and a half. And they were cool shows. But, you know, I'd go downstairs and I'd go downtown and I'd party and this and that. And then I'd have to walk like a, about three-quarters of a mile back to the best Western motel we had down there and uh, right across from the, from the arena. But the bottom line was it was a, it was a treacherous walk sometimes. Some, some scandalous, some scary guys out there on the streets of Tijuana. Probably more scary now than it was in the 1990s. Anyway, at the end of the day... You know, at the end of the day, I kind of put this, you, you can't take away from that, from that Mexican experience the fact that, that, that they're so into both MMA and boxing. In fact, when Steven Espinoza, uh, the Showtime vice president, was grilled a couple of years ago, he said that per capita, there were more Hispanics watching MMA strike force on Showtime than they were watching boxing on Showtime. There were more people watching boxing in total, but there were more Hispanics per se per capita, watching MMA on Showtime than there were watching boxing. And that's a significant move. Of course, boxing, I'm going to say boxing in Mexico, synonymous. The Mexican star, of course, Canelo Alvarez, the king of Fortnite ago, stopping uh, Sergey Kovalev in the 10th round in a bid for the WB, WBO Light Heavyweight Championship. Of course, Kovalev coming in a two-time champion, having lost to Andre Ward, Andre Ward retiring, and then, of course, Andre Ward now being talked about as the, the opponent for Canelo Alvarez. And when I say talked about, you know, Hmm. Andre Ward has, has, has slammed this. He had an interview, with, I think, with Dan Raphael. He said, you know, 
those people are out of their mind thinking, I'll come back. I'm not going to come back and blah, 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 blah. But if there's enough money put in front of them, I just can't. Unless his health is really bad, I can't see him turning it down. I really can't. I heard his trainer, Virgil Hunter, saying something like 35 or 40 million bucks. He's willing to come back and fight Canelo for 35 or 40 million bucks. Well, Canelo's only getting 35 or 40 million bucks. So you can't expect Canelo and, uh, and Andre Ward to have parity here. And I think that's what Socrates Palmer was alluding to the PhD of boxing in the Saturday edition of Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You didn't know? Ring Talk airs Saturday and Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific time, right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. But Socrates Palmer delved, on, delved into that yesterday. And, you know, when you look at the entire picture right now, boxing is it's just so hot. We talked about Larry Merchant with the lightweights and, and the welterweights are happening. And, of course, there's some good junior middleweights happening on the middleweight division, the Charlo brothers. Not, what's going to happen with the Charlo brothers? Who knows? And how about these, these uh, PVC, Premier Boxing Champions, wanting to start their own belt and this kind of good stuff? You know, didn't we see that with the UFC? And you saw what happened with the UFC. They became pimps. And when I say pimps, I told you this before, and I hate to be redundant. And for those of you out there that think I'm just being callous, I'm not. Okay. Um, But having worked as a San Francisco policeman and having known a few pimps, um, I know that pimps pay their girls better than eight to twelve dollars on the hundred. Well, guess what? The UFC fighters were only making eight to twelve dollars on the hundred. There was the UFC would sell a hundred dollars worth of tickets, and only eight to twelve bucks would go to pay for would go to pay the fighters, which is wrong. I mean, <clears throat> blatantly wrong. It's just they, they had a class. There's a class action lawsuit pending right now. Of course, I think that's going to go down uh, in the next few months if it hasn't started already in Las Vegas, Nevada. I'm talking about Kyle Kingsbury, Kung Lee, and a, a slew of other fighters filing this class action lawsuit against Zufa Sports, then the owners of the UFC. Of course, the UFC was sold last year by Zufa Sports. Zufa Sports was 10% the government in Dubai. Frank and uh, Lorenzo Fertitta owned the majority. And, of course, uh, Dana White had 10 points in the company. Of course, they sold that for $4.2 billion, which in layman's terms is $4,200 million. That's a whole lot of money. That's a really a whole lot of money when you look at the fact that they got nothing happening. I mean, they just don't. I mean, I talked about the fight they had last night. They're drawing across the pond. They drew 10,000 people in Brazil last night. They drew 11,000 people, uh, I think a $6 million gate in Moscow last week. Of course, 20,000 people at the Garden for Nick Diaz and Jorge Masvidal a fortnight ago. And then, hey, Jorge Masvidal only getting five hundred grand. $500,000. It was a $6 million gate. The guy got five hundred grand. we are not talking about the pay-per-view uh, receipts. We're not talking about the television receipts. We're not talking about the foreign TV results. We're not talking about T-shirts. We're not talking about mugs. We're not talking about memorabilia. We're just talking about 500000 bucks. That's what he got. That's all he got. He beat Nate Diaz. They wanted Nate Diaz to win, I think, so they can get Masvidal just to go away. Masvidal's a bit of a headache to everybody. Why? Because he's winning now. He isn't supposed to be winning. He's got a record that indicates maybe he's a, a journeyman of sort, 34 and 13. But when you look at his career, the fact that he started with Kimbo Slice and learned, learned his craft on the job in the backyards down there in Florida fighting those street fights, got to give him props. Knocking out, knock, man, knocking Knocking Nate, I mean, come on. He beats up Nate Diaz. He knocks up Ben Askren in the blink of an eye, a record knockout. The guy knows his game. Right now, I think that Masvidal's on the top of his game as far as a 170 pounds concerned. And either of those guys, 170 pounds, whether Usman or Covington, whoever comes down in as far as, as far as that fight's concerned, and we'll talk about that in right now, December the 14th, of course, the welterweight championship of the UFC, Kamuro Usman taking on Colby Covington. I think Usman is undefeated. He's lost one fight. Colby Covington, the Donald Trump fighter. 
This will be interesting. Donald Trump loves this guy. He loves Donald Trump. Of course, in the co-feature, pound for pound, maybe the king of all mixed martial arts right now, Max Holloway. Yikes. Scary. 145-pound champion man out of Hawaii. He just, he's frightening. He's 21-4 and four as a pro, but he is just frightening. I mean, absolutely frightening. He scares the snot out of me. He beat Frankie Edgar in his last fight, a unanimous nod. Beat Dustin Poirier before that. Of course, Poirier going over. I think that he lost to Dustin Poirier when he stepped up to, to lightweight. The 145-pounder stepped up to 155. Wasn't big enough to take on Dustin Poirier. Poirier went on, of course, and lost to Khabib over there across the pond in Dubai. But Brian Ortega had that win over Brian Ortega, of course. Man, that scared me. Brian Ortega was undefeated, and they TKO stopped this fight as far as the doctor was concerned, and they stopped it way, way, way too late. Of course, this was the December 2018 fight. They stopped it in the fourth round. Man, they should have stopped this in the second round. They allowed Brian Ortega to take beatings, and people say to me, Pedro, week in and week out, you're talking about Brian Ortega and this beating. Shut up about it. Get over it. Live with it. Deal with it. Well, I'm not going to deal with it because I think it was unjust. See, you're not the one taking the ass whooping. You're not the one taking the beating. You're not seeing these people four or five years afterwards. You don't see boxers and MMA fighters and the residual effects that the combat sports has upon them. You don't see it because you only see them when they're fighting and in their prime. I see them at these get-togethers, these old-timer shows and this kind of stuff, man. It's pretty sad. Combat sports and the NFL, I think they go hand-in-hand. Maybe the NFL just a little bit more because when I see guys from the NFL – some of those guys, they, I mean, they don't remember some of their moments. Remember that when you do oh, no. Well, wait, wait, wait. You look, you, and these guys look like they're real lucid. They look real lucid, and you see them on TV, and they'll do a short interview, this and that, if it's prepped right. But you ask them a question, like, you know, how's your daughter Irene doing, and where's she living? And they go, oh, blah, 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 blah. They, they, they just don't have it. The residual effects of combat sports, not pretty. Brian Ortega, of course, taking on the Korean zombie, and that's going to go down. That's a scary fight. That's really frightening for me. I mean, because I'm, I'm a Brian, I'm, I'm a human fan. I'm not a Brian Ortega fan, but I'm a fan of human beings. And that with putting Brian Ortega out there and getting, letting him, this letting Max Ortega, Max Holloway tee off on him. That's the best way I could put it. He just teed off on him, and he's all busted up as Brian Ortega. He's getting teed off on with punches from just about every angle. And Holloway can punch a little bit, and he's four ounce gloves. And the corner doesn't stop the fight. The doctor doesn't stop the fight. The promoters are saying, "Whoa, this is good stuff here. We got almost like a real life death match, sort of like you know the, the Roman days." These guys taking on lions back there in the pit. Okay, that's not the way it's supposed to go down. It's supposed to be competitive mixed martial arts fighting. What I'm trying to say is competitive in that guys go back and forth and nobody gets killed. This is not pro wrestling. It's not Dusty Rhodes, not Ray Stevens. We're not talking about big time wrestling on television. We're talking about real life combat sports. And some of you don't take it seriously enough. You guys say, hey, oh, tune in and watch it. Hey, they stopped that fight way too soon. They never. They hardly ever, ever, not never, but hardly ever stop a fight way too soon. Brian Ortega and the Korean zombie, of course, going to go down December 21st in Korea. Not a good place for Brian Ortega to go. Why do I say that? Hey, he's fighting the biggest stud in the entire country. This guy's a superstar over there. He's sort of like the Michael Jordan of MMA. I mean, he is really a hot, hot fighter. He is talking about Chan Sung Hung. Okay, he is the Korean zombie. He scored off that last knockout win. Yikes, man. The guy's, just, the guy's an amazing fighter. Of course, I mean, you got to give him props. Last three fights, he's not. Take that back. Last did. Last three fights, he's went two and one. He knocked out Dennis Bermudez, of course, 14-4. and four, and moves his record to 14-4. and four. Then he lost to Yara Rodriguez. No loss there. Uh, t- no great. 
listen, when you lose the big guys and good guys, that's sort of cool. I can deal with that in the world of mixed martial arts, okay? You lose the hobos, it's a different story. But he lost the ERR Jiggas, came back with a, a knockout of Renato Moseno. Of course, that was USC Moseno versus Korean Zombie, June twenty second, 2019, in Greenville, South Carolina. He drew a great crowd that night, an outstanding crowd. But he is the man, the Korean Zombie. 20 wins, take that back, 15 wins, 5 losses, 20 fights in all, 5 by knockout, lost 3 losses, by his 3 losses were by knockout uh, and 2 by decision. So maybe he doesn't catch all that well. Maybe they think Brian Ortega has a chance catching him on the chin. I think Brian Ortega is a superior wrestler. I think Brian Ortega has got all kinds of attributes that other people don't have. But I think that beating, that beating might have taken its toll on Brian Ortega. We'll see. Anyway, bottom line is look at Ortega before the fight on YouTube as far as his interviews are concerned. And look at him now. Difference? I don't know. You tell me. A and A, A and B? I think so. To A is before, B is afterwards. The co-feature, Volkan Osmer, a light heavyweight people thought had some uh, promise until he stepped up to the big leagues. He's taking on a guy named Alec Raham, and that's going to go down, of course, at 205 pounds. A featherweight bout on that cow, Duhu Choi, going to take on Charles Jodain. We'll see if these guys go over there and lose to these Korean guys. Because that's really what it boils down to. These Korean guys, they want to build these Korean guys up over there. And they're trying to bring in guys who will make good fights. But maybe, 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 maybe we give the Koreans just a little bit of an edge. Jung Young Park going to take on Mark andre Baralt. Of course, that's in the middleweight contest. 13 fights in all coming to you December 21st live, I believe, on ESPN UFC Fight Night. The Korean or Korean zombie versus Brian Ortega. You are tuned to the mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network. The text line is happening. Text me, 415-275-1613. The studio text line, once again, 415-275-1613. We're live on Twitch.tv. Check out the Sports Byline channel. Heavyweight boxing, and that is why it is always something special. Talk about this stuff which they put on in cages nowadays when anything goes. You can keep it so far as I'm concerned. Girl, and here is the soul of which you've taken control. Can't you see I'm trying to show love is right? Oh, show and tell. Just a game I played when I want to say. Attention business owners, are you struggling while waiting for your customers to pay on their net 30, 60, or 90-day invoices? Can't get a business loan, have no equity, bad credit, or maybe no credit at all? Then you need to call AmeriFactors right now. AmeriFactors will give you cash for your invoices and there's nothing to pay back. We simply buy your account receivables and if those clients don't pay on the invoices, we take the loss. We give you funds based on your account receivables not your credit. And 98% of all applicants are approved. It's that simple. With AmeriFactors, there's no more waiting for your customers to pay. We give you the funds up front, then we wait for your customers to pay us. Fund your business today. Call AmeriFactors right now. 800-847-1183. 800-847-1183. That's 800-847-1183. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. 
At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Are you an active stock market investor? Well, then you know these three key words, buy, sell, hold. Those three magic words can make or lose you money in the stock market. What if we can show you a time-tested tool that's been helping stock market investors succeed for over 30 years? It's called VectorVest, an amazing system designed to make smart investing easy. The VectorVest system analyzes, sorts, and ranks over 19,000 stocks every day and tells you when to buy, what to buy, and when to sell any stock to maximize your profits in less than 10 minutes a day. And if you call right now, you can test drive our amazing VectorVest system risk-free for 30 days for just $9.95. 800-584-2519. That's 800-584-2519. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. We can all be quiet and peaceable and have a few beers together and listen to the music and not make any wrong moves. Yeah. Check it on the soul side of town, baby. The new Tower of Power album, CD, record, LP, call it what you want. I don't know. They've been around for 50 years, but 50 years of funk. The boys from Oakland, led by Emilio Castillo, have a new CD. Check it out. On the soul side of town, the mighty Tower of Power. Check them out at towerofpower.com. Well, the Godfather Larry Merchant alluded in earlier in the hour about heavyweights that, you know, made a lot of money or could make a lot of money challenging the top four heavyweights in the world. Alex Stewart was a heavyweight of note. He went like undefeated, like 20 no, 25 no, 30 no, like 30 knockouts. And he was handled by the Wacko Twins. Mike Jones and Dennis Rappaport were the two guys behind the Jerry Kunica uh fiasco or career, call it what you want. Of course, the guy that challenged for the World Heavyweight Championship back in 1982 against Larry Holmes was getting stopped. But the bottom line is, I remember having Mike Jones, take it back, Rappaport on the show and him telling me, I said, you know, Alex Stewart isn't all that good, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but it'll make a lot of money, Pedro. But it'll make a lot of money. Alex Stewart made about $6 million of his career, retiring at 43 and 10 with 40 KOs. They called him the Destroyer. Straight up, lots of things to talk about in hour number two. Ring Talk Live Worldwide, of course, comes to you on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, Channel 211, the American Forces Network, TuneIn.com, Stitcher.com. I can keep going, but the bottom line is you need to tune in to hour number two of Ring Talk Live Worldwide. I bring you the preeminent cut man in the world of boxing and mixed martial arts, Mr. Jacob Stitch Duran. What is a cut man? What does he do? What is he doing in there? What's he putting on? What's he using? Was there a magic? Is there some type of magical solution that makes guys stop bleeding? We'll ask, we'll ask Stitch about that and more in the hour number two of Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Text me in the meantime, the studio text live for Ring Talk Live Worldwide, 415-275-1613. The studio text line once again, 415-275-1613. You're tuning to Ring Talk Live on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, Channel 211.
USA Radio News with John Hunt. Former teen running sensation Mary Kane has slammed the Nike Oregon Project and Nike in a story and video appearing on the New York Times website. Kane was a member of the Oregon Project from 2013 through 2016. She joined the group while still a teenager and continued to train in Portland through her freshman year of college. I joined Nike because I wanted to be the best female athlete ever. I was emotionally and physically abused by a system designed by Alberto and endorsed by Nike. She alleges that she was constantly told to lose weight and told she needed to get on birth control and take diuretics to regulate her body weight. She says the Oregon Project and coach Alberto Salazar were representatives of the win-at-all-cost attitude of Nike. Nike disbanded the Oregon Project last month after Salazar was banned for four years for violating anti-doping rules by the U.S. Anti-Doping Agency. This is USA Radio News. Balance changing the world one life at a time. I'm loving my balance of nature. Since I started, I have not gotten one cold. I kind of fight everything. I get a little tickled, but it goes away. It's just uh, amazing the difference I felt. I want you to know how much I appreciate the uh, counseling and so forth and your attention to your people. I have been a pretty big advocate for the balance of nature. I don't know how many truck drivers have asked me, how in the heck do you keep going at 88, 89 years old? I said, balance of nature. (laughs) If they want to really enjoy some good health, get on balance of nature. Experience the balance of nature difference for yourself. For a limited time, you can receive a 30% discount and free shipping on your first preferred order of Balance of Nature. Call 800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code USA. China continues to press Washington to roll back punitive tariffs in the tentative trade deal. A tariff cut is an important condition for any agreement that is part of talks on ending the costly trade war, according to Zhao Feng, the Commerce Ministry spokesman. Beijing said last week American negotiators agreed to roll back penalties imposed in September on $112 billion of Chinese imports if the agreement goes ahead. President Donald Trump dismissed that later in the day, jolting global financial markets. A car bomb exploded this morning in a northern Syrian town controlled by Turkey-backed fighters, killing at least 18 people, wounding several others. Northern Syria has been hit by several explosions that have killed and wounded scores of people over the last month since Turkey began a military operation against Kurdish fighters in the wake of President Donald Trump's decision to pull the bulk of American troops out of northern Syria. No one has yet claimed responsibility for the attack. Thanks for listening on your Sunday afternoon. This is USA Radio News. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-215-5141. 800-215-5141. That's 800-215-5141. Bolivia's political crisis has turned deadly once again as security forces opened fire on supporters of Evo Morales. Officials said that at least eight people have died and dozens injured over the last two days in an incident that threatens the interim government's effort to restore stability following the resignation of the former president. Most of the dead and injured have been shot, according to Gualdaberto Lara, the director of the town's hospital. He said it was the worst violence he's ever seen in his 30-year career. 
At least 13 other people had died during the previous two weeks of protest against Morales before his departure. UN Human Rights Chief Michelle Bachelet issued a statement calling the deaths an extremely dangerous development. Bill Russell finally accepted his Basketball Hall of Fame ring. The 11-time NBA champion, five-time MVP, Olympic gold medalist, and two-time NCAA champ said on Twitter that he was presented with his Hall of Fame ring in a private ceremony. The 85-year-old Boston Celtics great did not attend the induction ceremony back in 1975. He said he didn't deserve to be the first black player inducted, tweeting, I felt others before me should have that honor. He specifically mentions Chuck Cooper, who, in 1950, was the first African-American player drafted by the NBA and who was inducted this year. Russell said the ceremony was attended by his wife and close friends and Hall of Famers Bill Walton, Ann Myers, and Alonzo Mourning. For Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. That's 800-405-2561. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide, your inside look into combat sports. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in radio and internet history, Pedro Fernandez. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the multi-million dollar sports byline studios in San Francisco, California. Check it, sports fans. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. 35, no, make that 36 plus years now, being often imitated but hardly duplicated. We come to you from the city by the bay, San Francisco, California, Saturday and Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific time. Of course, two hours of Ring Talk Live on Sunday, right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio Channel 211, and about a thousand other internet platforms. Bottom line is, we're talking boxing and mixed martial arts for the next hour live on Sports Byline. Of course, we'll bring in the Cut man to the stars. We'll talk about Stitch Duran. That's his name. Stitch. Stitch. Actually, his name is Jacob. We call him Jake Stitch Duran. But the bottom line is, everybody knows him on television as Stitch. Sort of like Muhammad Ali known as Ali. Well, Stitch is Stitch. Like Madonna. Yeah. So those people with one name. Bottom line is, Stitch will join us in just a few minutes. He's coming to us live from the airport 
in Los Angeles, California, as he, of course, makes his way back to Las Vegas after working a card of bare-knuckle boxing. We'll talk about that in depth with him. Of course, bare-knuckle boxing, that was hot and happening. People like that. I'm not a big fan of it because I just don't like taking those type of punches. I mean, I like giving them. I don't like taking them. Never took a, never took a severe beating in the street. You know, it was a, got sucker punched a few times, but never took a real licking in the street. So I'm not into yikes. When I see those guys getting hit with punches like that, I just say to myself, oh my God, how can they take that? And time and time again, you know, patching those guys up is what Stitch Duran's all about. So we'll talk with Stitch about patching people up in boxing and mixed martial arts and this bare knuckle boxing as well. You are tuned to the Mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network, Ring Talk Live Worldwide, 36 years of radio existence. Give us a call on the toll free if you like. I'll throw it out there one time. 1 800 878 7529. That's 1 800 878 7529. Or the Guilfrey No Commitment Text Line, 415-215-215. 275-1613. That's 415-275-1613. We are live on Twitch, twitch.tv. Check out the Sports Byline channel. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Here comes the decision now. Let's listen. Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right. The World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Men, if you want to pee easier, listen to this. A new Nobel Prize discovery was just proven in a clinical trial to help men pee 241% more, ending multiple trips to the bathroom and the constant urge to go. This breakthrough is finally available in a pill called Prostavive LS, developed by famed men's health expert Dr. Al Sears. And for a limited time, you can get a free bottle. Call 800-769-8155. Patients who've taken Prostavive LS are singing its praises. Hi, my my name is Paul, and I'm 73 years old. I used to get up multiple times a night to go to the bathroom, but after taking Prostavive LS, I now sleep through the night. Prostavive LS does not require a prescription, and there are no side effects. But this free bottle is not available in stores. Call 800-769-8155 to get your free bottle of this Nobel Prize-winning discovery proven in clinical trials to help men pee 241% more. That's 800-769-8155 message and data rates may apply. Please do not text and drive. See purple.com for terms and conditions. And now for an important announcement. Do you or does someone you know sweat the bed? Do you ever wake up feeling like you've been sleeping on a slip and slide? Sweating the bed is a serious but a common problem that affects your sleep, health, and happiness. Plus, it's just plain gross. But it's not you. It's your mattress. Fortunately, there is a cure. It's called Purple. Purple is the only mattress with a scientifically engineered smart comfort grid. This patented technology is designed to let air flow freely so you sleep cool. Side effects of sleeping on Purple include sleeping better, feeling better, and, well, honestly, smelling better. Try the Purple mattress risk-free for 100 nights and never sweat the bed again. And for a limited time, pick a free Purple product with your mattress purchase by texting SLEEPY to 84888. The coolest sleep of your life and a free Purple product by texting SLEEPY to 84888. That's S-L-E-E-P-Y to 84888. 
I'm pretty handy around the house, but now that I have kids, I don't want to spend my Saturday installing a toilet or fixing an air conditioner. But thankfully, there's HomeAdvisor. HomeAdvisor helps me find the best home pros in my area to handle any kind of project. You can read reviews of the pros, check their availability, and even book appointments online. And what my wife loves most is that HomeAdvisor is completely free to use. Go to HomeAdvisor.com or download the free app to get started. HomeAdvisor. Welcome back to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Of course, a Sports Byline production. My name is Pedro Fernandez. We're talking boxing and MMA today only on Sports Byline. Hour number one, we took it to the City of Angels, of course, and brought in the retired HBO godfather, Larry Merchant. Now we're at the mercy of the phone lines once again as we go to LAX and bring in the Stitch Man, the Cut Man of the Stars, to talk about Jacob Stitch Duran. Stitch, how's life treating you? Man, as good as you, man. Sure, good to hear from you, brother. I miss you. Well, we've been around a long time together. Of course, you both yeah. come from Northern California, and you're legendary now. You went to Las Vegas and became like an iconic figure, both in boxing and MMA, as far as stopping cuts concerned. So, I guess the first question I got for you is: There some type of of magic potion in stopping cuts? Can you like whip something? Is there like a Panama Lewis magic bottle? No, not at all, Pedro. You know, it's all in technique. It's all in keeping your composure and technique. And you know, I told you the story about. Just one guy in the Bay Area that you and I both know that kind of blew me off when I asked him uh, <laughs> questions about being a cut man and he kind of threw me the F-bomb and says, uh, you know, I'm taking this to my grave and you got to learn like me, you know. Uh, hey, hey, hey. But, uh, on the flip side, he's 86 and senile, so go on. Yeah, yeah, anyway, so you know that and all that. But that was just my inspiration not to be like this guy. And uh, But no, you know, it, it's all composure and it's all technique and, and having the right tools, you know, because there's only certain medications you can use and, and uh, if you know how to use them, when to use them, and, uh, then it just kind of makes the job a little bit easier. Stitch, how, I mean, I know from cuts, and I've seen guys get cut in the past, and, you know, these severe cuts take like six, nine months to heal before you can get people hitting on them again and things like that, and maybe never, ever again do they heal as far as the scar tissue and things that are concerned. But when you've got cuts like Tyson Fury and, and like Nate Diaz, how long does it really take to, to fully recover, or do you ever fully recover from those cuts? Yeah, you can. You know, Of course, you know, the ones that hit really Nate and, and uh, Tyson Fury has a, a big MMA cuts for sure, no doubt about it. But they do. They heal up. And, you know, the thing I was talking about Tyson Fury the way he got caught and the way that cut exploded was just all on, on angles and positioning, right? I don't think he'll get that kind of shot again. You know, same with Badu Jack. Remember when he got mm-hmm. cut between the eyes? And I'm working with him now, uh, but uh, chances of that happening again are slim. I'm glad and, you brought uh, it. I'm, ta- I'm, talking about, I'm, I'm real quick to interrupt you. I'm glad you brought up Badu Jack. What's he doing? Uh, he's training. He's going to be fighting Juan uh, Pascal, uh, right on. December the 28th in Atlanta. So uh, he brought me in uh, to work with him, wipe his hands with his sparred during camp and all that. And so, yeah, so it's nice to have a new client. Smart man, no doubt about that. Jacob Stitcheran, cut man extraordinaire, cut man of the stars, Vladimir Klitschko. I mean, listen, when Emmanuel Stewart, when Emmanuel Stewart said that you were the guy, the current guy, I knew that you had made it. You know what I'm saying? When the Goldfather said, when he told me, he told me, Pedro, the guy from, you know, the guy hanging around with you up there in Northern California, the guy who came from Frisco, he didn't come from Frisco, man. He came from Northern California. He didn't come from Frisco. (laughs) But but now, but he said, you know, before his passing a few years ago, he told me you were the man. That's, that's, that's like, those are accolades from an iconic figure. Yeah, I got, I never heard those words coming out of him, but listen, I'll take it with faith uh, that he told you with true honesty. But yeah, working with him, 
uh, with Vladimir Klitschko was just tremendous. You know, and, well, he, he I has, learned so much off of him. He has some other things to say about you, you know, but he, you know, he, listen, <laughs> he is the most colorful dude. Let me tell you, I used to get these calls from the Ukraine. And, like, I God knows what hour. I pick up the phone, and I'm looking at the phone saying, what is this, man, this with a weird number? And I would hear that, MF, wake up. <laughs> okay? Yep, that was him. And that was Emmanuel yep. Stewart, man. God rest his soul. Yep. The, uh, the uh, Of course, the native of Detroit, Michigan, started off working in the uh, in the auto plants, became an electrician, of course, founded Cronk Boxing. Man, him and Prentice Bird just took it to the roof. Hey, do you, do you ever see Prentice Bird anymore? No. God, no. Not at all. That's a, there's a name from the past, huh? Yeah, uh, it sure is. Yeah, God, he's kind of shaking up the old cobwebs in my mind right now. Man. Uh, you're talking about you doing the street fight. I remember your fight with uh, Paul Carrasco, right? And uh, that was, you know, that's when I got to know Pedro Fernandez. I, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna feign ignorance. I don't sort of remember that one. Yeah. All right. Okay. But I knew your heart, bro. Okay. Anyway, bottom line is, yeah, Jacob Durant, of course. Now. You you doing you doing movies? You get a few shots on television here and there. Um, when you do a movies, how long do you sit there waiting to to do the shoot, and how long is the shoot? Yeah, the days are you know fourteen, sixteen hours automatic. But out of those hours, you're lucky to be on set. You know, three four hours of that. So it's a lot of waiting, a lot of killing time, a lot of shooting uh, the bull with everybody, just kind of chatting and all that. But everything, you know, every angle you get in a in, in a scene. Is a different setup with lights and cameras and uh, everything, you know. So yeah, but what an experience! And now uh, John Wayne used to get massages in between those all those breaks in, on the set. Now Adam West used to invite women in for um, how can we put this? Fornification. Yeah, there you go. Well, the ba- I'm talking about uh, Adam West, Batman, when he was hot. Yeah, sure, sure. No, I remember. I know, of course. Okay. No, that uh, didn't happen to me. Okay. Are you with uh, the Charlo brothers? I mean, this seems bo- seems boxing wants to go off in another direction. The PBC was starting their own belt. Now, you and I have seen how the UFC started their own belt and created a bit of a um, a monopoly. I'm I'm not down with them duplicating that and doing it again in boxing. Are you? Nah, man. There's too much gold out there already, you know. And uh, you know, guys are carrying three, four, five belts, and you know, you kind of ask why which one belongs to what and where. But yeah, too much of an overkill. Okay, I course, agree with you. There's a plethora of belts out there right now, without a doubt. Now, how can I put this? Don't you think that goes against the grain? That uh, strikes against the grain of the Muhammad Ali Boxing Act. These guys coming up with their own belt because you know, with Dana White, Dana White tells guys they gotta they gotta fight these guys or not. Dana White tells guys you you can't have a sponsor, you can't have a sponsor and make a hundred grand to fight like Brendan Schaub, I think. Oh, and, and we'll yeah. give you five grand instead. I mean this. This stuff is pimp-like. Or, this is pimp-like material. It sure is. It hasn't changed. Well, and, I, and, I, and I'm speaking of pimps, being an ex-cop, and I've said this before, people say, are oh, you going to be redundant and say it again? Yes, I will. I couldn't imagine a pimp working in the city of San Francisco, working on the streets of San Francisco or Oakland, California, when I was with the SAPD, paying his girls 8 to $12 on the 100 And that's what the USC gets away with, paying these guys. Stitch, that's just so wrong. Yeah, and then not only that, but then all the money they got off of Reebok, right? And uh, so, yeah, of course, it's a business that's a platform designed only for them, and and that's pretty easily understood. So are you persona non grata around there or what? Uh, what's that? Are you persona non grata around Dana White and these guys these days? I mean, they don't want you around or what? No, 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 nothing to Hey, man, I'm way beyond that. You know, but everywhere I go, it's been almost six years, people stop me and, 
and uh, you know, saying I manned up and this and that and supporting me and all that. So, no, nah, no, nah, that ship sailed a long time ago. I'm so far ahead of that generation of what's going on. So nothing has changed even for the company okay. outside of losing their sponsors. Bare knuckle boxing. You did that last night. You, you're doing that this weekend. How does a cut man prepare for bare knuckle boxing? I mean, good <laughs> lord, are these guys cut before they get in the ring? <laughs> Pretty much. But you know what? That's, that's a good question, Pepper. But normally, I'll carry twenty, twenty-one swabs. You know, for a twelve-round fight. You know, two round or two swabs per round. In case that worst case scenario, man, these guys I load up with thirty, thirty-five of them. You know, <laughs> and, and I use them. You know, and uh, so yeah, cuts are, are are high for sure, and uh, that's why Dave Feldman pulled me aside and did a show in Cancun that he wanted me to be exclusive with him. You know, because he didn't want me working other shows and those people, the fans thinking that those shows were Dave Feldman. Okay. So uh, we came to a good agreement and some of them full time. These these bare knuckle guys are, are they a different breed? I mean, uh, than the regular boxer, or is it the same mindset? You know, it's the same mindset. They're, you know, because a lot of these guys are MMA guys, boxing guys that made that transition into bare knuckle fights. But, you know, Pedro, one thing that I find is these guys just brutalize each other. But they're just so nice to each other that it's, it's they're compassionate to each other after the fights and, and all that. It's just, you know, to see these gladiators do what they do and, and see the heart of them uh, is pretty awesome. You know, the word I love you, you know, it's, I heard it quite common last night. Okay, and I and I'm down with all that, but what about the residual effects? What about when I see these guys at old timer shows in ten years from now? What's what's it going to be like? Well, that's you know they they are doing uh, uh, surveys, of course, you know, and uh, but I think that's only time will tell. You know, the the cuts that I do see in bare knuckle fights are uh, yeah they're at the MMA level, you know, and and they're multiple, you know, so to get uh, I think uh, you know three four cuts in in one face is common. Jason Knight that fought last time, last night uh, on the rematch in Artem, uh, the fight before he had 12 cuts that had to be thrown. You know, that, was, that was a record for me by far. Okay. When I look at the world of mixed martial arts, guys are sort of getting exposed when they've only got one shtick. Like Ben Askren had that one tuck when it moved yeah. where he would he had duck coming in there. And Jorge Masvidal, of course, exposed him with that, that incredible knee knockout. Um, getting knocked out by a knee is a whole lot different than getting hit by a hand. What I'm trying to tell you is that's what sort of that's what sort of the unknown, the unknown future as far as MMA is concerned. We don't know what these guys are going to be like in a decade. Yeah, you know, and I've seen some guys. You know, as we spoke earlier before, where you know you don't see somebody for some time, and then you talk to them, and and you can see that there's a change in speech pattern. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I've I've seen that in the MMA industry, boxing, of course. It's, it's been around so much longer, right? But uh, in MMA, I've seen some of the guys I worked with before were their speech pattern has changed a little bit. Okay. Stitch, I'm going to let you go because you're at LAX, but I thank you so much for your time. Say hello to your wife. And um, all the best to you, man. You're, you're a class act. You know what? If there's, a, if there's a position in the Hall of Fame for cut, man, you got that spot. My man, you're my agent. I appreciate it, Pedro, and uh, let's do a show again. All right. The great Jacob Stitch Duran on Sports Byline. Don't forget, Ring Talk airs Saturday and Sunday is 11 a.m. Pacific. I'm right here on the mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network, iHeartRadio, and, of course, Sirius XM Satellite Radio, Channel 211.
imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you who is it the irs they want your money and guess what they can legally take it all of it if they want Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But the secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Check it, sports fans. You're listening to Ring Talk Live Worldwide in exclusive Sports Byline production. I am so hot, so high on Teofomo Lopez, of course, going to take on only 14 and zip kid out of Brooklyn, New York, got an attitude, comes to us, of course, originally, I think, from Honduras. At the end of the day, we'll see what he's got. I'm talking about December the 14th, of course, taking on Richard Comey. Comey comes in at 29-2. Comey's got a piece of the world lightweight title, the IBF 135-pound belt. We'll see what happens there. But, you know, I'm high on Lopez, and yet I see a whole lot of, Hector Camacho in him. Of course, the Harlem Heckler. I named him that. I gave him his name, the Harlem Heckler. He loved it. He loved it. I'm seriously. You know, some of these names I bestow upon people like the, another guy that liked his name, I think, was uh, Juan Juan Lascano. I called him Hispanic, causing panic. But the Harlem Heckler. Some people say, oh, you're calling me. What are you doing? You don't like that. Yeah, well, Hector dug it. 
79 and 6, of course, 38 KOs, never stopped as a professional. His last fight, of course, in 2010, Saul Duran, he lost a unanimous nod to him across the board. Saul coming in like a 36 and 16, retiring 79 and 6 once again, 38 KOs, the great Hector Camacho, of course, shot to death in 2013 as a result of being in the wrong place at the wrong time or being in the right place at the wrong time, depending on how you look at that. The bottom line was Hector always had a problem with cocaine. Cocaine was his like Johnny Tapia, cocaine was his mistress, per se. Didn't cheat, didn't fool around. You never saw a whole lot of headlines about Hector getting laid. No, no, no. Hector was like, snorting lines. That was Hector's thing, snorting lines. Now, of course, that was destructive, and I think it led to his downfall. And then back in the was I think it was 19, when was he fought Edwin Rosario? He fought Edwin Rosario, and everything sort of changed after that Rosario fight. Of course, he could have got hooked. I mean, he came off a, a good fight before that. He had beaten Freddie Roach, and Freddie Roach, of course, now the trainer of... Uh, of Mr. Mr. Uh, Manny Pacquiao, but he comes off the win over Freddie Roach. He comes in and fights Edwin Rosario, and Rosario he beat, barely beats Rosario in a split decision in the garden. Of course, Rosario rocked his world, and that was sort of like the day the macho was taken out of Hector Camacho because he sort of became just a heckler after that point. He started running a whole lot. Of course, he would beat uh, he would beat Cornelius Bose Edwards. He would go on a hell of a run, beat Vinny Paz and, and Ray Mancini. Of course, I was there for the Mancini fight up there in, in Reno, Nevada, a Lawler Event Center. That's when I got in trouble for saying on television, Reno was a, a two-trough town, or, or Reno, where men are men. That's what I remember what got me in trouble. Reno, where men are men, and so are most of the women. Well, they had this bowling convention in town, and all these women looked like they had mustaches, okay? So that's the impression I took when I went to the arena of the women in Reno. I wasn't thinking about the Mustang Ranch and the chicks in the casino. I was thinking about the chicks with the mustache. Anyway, bottom line is, Mancini, of course, retiring after the Greg Hogan fight up there. Man, that was a pretty good fight. 1992, I did that fight as well. Greg Hogan and Ray Mancini did great numbers up there in Reno, great numbers on pay-per-view. In fact, you know, it was Ray Swansong. I'll never forget when my broadcast partner that night, <clears throat> Mr. Al Bernstein, Al's recovery, Al's trying to, uh, Al's uh, dealing with some cancer issues down there in, in, in Las Vegas. We, we want to wish him the very best. But I remember my then broadcast partner that night coming to me and says, Pedro, what do you think of Ray Mancini and Greg Hogan thus far? I said, well, you know, I said, Al, straight up, Ray should have listened to what I said and stayed retired because he's about to get knocked out. Regular Al goes, yeah, right. Anyway, bottom line was, Ray did go off and get knocked out that night. Of course, that was the end of Ray Boom Boom Mancini. He was probably the last matinee idol of, of network television. Yes, Oscar De La Hoya was a matinee idol of greater proportion, but not like Ray Mancini. Ray Mancini was built on the, the, the backs of NBC and CBS television. Not a worldwide world of sports guy, but CBS and NBC had a lot of Ray Mancini fights from Youngstown, Ohio, from here, from there. I mean, Ray fought all over the country. But I remember that fight with, uh, in 1982 <clears throat> with Dooku Kim. Of course, that took place in Youngstown, Ohio, where Dooku Kim died. And it was sort of blew me away. Take that back. It was in, in Las Vegas. But, but where, where Dooku Kim sort of blew me away on that one is that he wrote on, on the lampshade that morning before he left for the arena, kill or be killed. That's how serious Dooku Kim was into this, okay? He gave his heart, his soul, and his life. And, of course, <clears throat> he was he died as a result of a fight with Ray Boom Boom, Boom, Boom Mancini, a 14th-round lockout. And, you know, I talked with Ray in depth about that. What's it like to kill a man with your hands? I mean, essentially, that's what he did. The guy died. Why did he die? He died because Ray was hitting on him. So whether you want to say it's boxing or not, it's got to feel personal to an extent. I mean, you've, you've inflicted the damage on this guy. You've killed him. You've got, you've got to live with that. Some guys can't live with it. Gabe Ruelas couldn't live with it. Gabe Ruelas, of course, Gabe Ruelas, one of the Ruelas brothers, one of the 
10 Goose guys down there, Dan Goosen and Joe Goosen handling those careers. Of course, both those guys ended up being champions. Gabriel is a WBC 130-pound champion, and uh, Rafael Rell is becoming the IBF 135-pound title holder, of course, before being destroyed by Oscar De La Hoya in his, out, in his homecoming, I think, at 135 pounds. But, you know, looking at all these fighters, Camacho, now Teofimo Lopez, we look at them, we say to myself, you know, they come from the rough side of town. Boxers don't come from the upside. They don't. They usually come from the downside. You don't see boxers with college degrees for the most part. Yes, James Bonecrusher Smith, or in that Mike Tyson fight, what did I nickname him for that fight? James Bonehugger Smith. James Bonecrusher Smith, he had a college degree. There are a couple guys that do have college degrees in the world of boxing. For the most part, you don't see college degrees in boxing. Guys just aren't that, can I put this, per se, brilliant academically, guys that choose the world of combat sports. Now, that may be changing in the world of mixed martial arts. You see guys from college degrees, college, college wrestlers and things like that coming into the game. But in boxing, guys from the hard, guys from the hard side of town, those are the guys that box. You box because, because you have to. You have to. I mean, I, I, why did I learn how to box? I got into a street fight one time, and I'll mention the guy's name. Hey, I think he's still alive. Guy Lambert. Guy Lambert, he, he took a, a quarter off a pinball machine. We were in Jim's Donuts. On 29th of Mission, it's no longer there. I think it burned, it burned down. But the, 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 the skeleton in the building is still there. Anyway, we were in Jim Stoner's, which was our hangout, and I put a quarter on the pinball machine. See, you put quarters on the pinball machine, and your quarter, you know, when the quarters ran down and your quarter was up, you were the guy. So if you were four quarters over, then the fourth game was going to be yours, right? Well, the bottom line is Guy Lambert took that quarter of mine off the pinball machine. So <clears throat> I was perplexed. I mean, I didn't know what to do. He's bigger than me. I said to myself, man, this guy is bigger than me. Damn, damn. Plus, he was wearing these shoes. And this will, this will come into play in just a second. He was wearing these shoes that had big heels on them, okay? So he was even bigger than me than I wanted him to be. So I'm looking at this guy. He's like, maybe he got three or four inches on me in height. He's got some weight, this and that. You know, I got I to gotta do something here. Because if, if I don't stand up to him, I'm going to get punked out for the rest of my life as far as people, you know, punking me and taking quarters off the machine. Especially Guy Lambert. If he thinks he can do it, other guys are going to do it. This is not cool. So anyway, I call Guy out. I said, man, we got to deal with this, blah, blah, blah. So we go out there on the sidewalk, and he's got these slippery shoes on, okay? So I look, bam, got him, jump right on him, realize he had the shoes on, jump right on him, couple of punches, he's down. So I beat the snot out of him. I mean, actually, the snot of him, take it back. I beat the spit out of him, but spit is spelled with an H. I really did. I mean, just, just pummeled him, okay? So some guy grabs me from behind and grabs me by the, by the belt and grabs me and pulls me up. I said, what the going on? Hey, man, let go of me. I turned around, and it was former number one ranked heavyweight contender Eddie Machen. Eddie Machen had fought Sonny Liston, went 12 rounds with Sonny Liston. I mean, he was a guy. Of course, he was a number one heavyweight in the world until he got knocked out by future heavyweight champion Ingmar Johansson. So Eddie Machen grabs me by the seat of my pants and picks me up. This and that. I think I said some bad words like, let me go and this and that. You know, my daddy, blah, blah, blah. And I turned around and it was Eddie Machen. Well, you know, he got a different, different spin on things when this heavyweight boxer's got you by the seat of the pants. Anyway, so my arms are still flailing this and that. Guy Lambert's laying there almost motionless. I think they picked him up and, and he lived over on 29th or Day Street or somewhere, so they carted off and carried him home. But the bottom line was, me and Eddie became pals. And Eddie said to me, you know, you're a mon- you're a little little monster, like a little Tasmanian devil. He goes, I guess he goes, I could teach you how to box. He goes, you, you can become a boxer, like me. And I looked at him, I said to myself, I don't, I'm saying to myself, you know, the fame, yes, but I don't want to be a boxer like you. 
Because at that point in time, Eddie Machen was an alcoholic and taking pills, okay, and living not on the street, but living across the street from the 29th Street from the 3300 Club. And, of course, he was a, a sort of like a strong-arm guy for the bookies around there. He collected money and things like that. So I didn't want to become like Eddie Machen. I didn't want to become like Eddie Machen. I wanted to be a star in boxing. I didn't want to become a star like Eddie Machen because the bottom line is, at the end of the day, the residual effects of boxing, you can't turn them back. It's not like a switch. It's not, hey, well, you know what? Um, I can turn it back. In other words, once that residual damage is there, once your eyes are not looking at the same thing, the one eye is looking one way, one eye is looking the other, once it's like that, there's no turning it back. Once you've got a ring in your ears for the rest of your life, there's no turning that back. This is the reality and the ugliness of combat sports that you don't see because you're the spectator. You're the fan. So when you see the guy stopping these fights a little early or maybe prematurely or maybe the guy could have took another punch, yeah, but could you have taken that other punch or the first one? Think about that before you buy the ticket. Bottom line is you're buying a ticket for entertainment, not for death. You're tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Check it, sports fans. You're listening to Ring Talk Live Worldwide in exclusive Sports Byline production. Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right. The World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Football and basketball seasons are in full swing. So get into the game with our exclusive sports betting partners, betonline.ag. Sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit to start betting college or professional sports. Every spread, every total, every winner or loser. Straight bet, parlay, or tease your way through the season. You can even bet on wild proposition bets like... Who will be the first head coach to get fired? Or who will win the NBA MVP? Get the fastest to market odds, updates, and payouts with our new sportsbook partners, betonline.ag. Head over to the website today or use your mobile device to join and use promo code COACH55. That's COACH55 to receive your 50% welcome bonus. Betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992. 
That's 800-223-0992. I'm pretty handy around the house, but now that I have kids, I don't want to spend my Saturday installing a toilet or fixing an air conditioner. But thankfully, there's HomeAdvisor. HomeAdvisor helps me find the best home pros in my area to handle any kind of project. You can read reviews of the pros, check their availability, and even book appointments online. And what my wife loves most is that HomeAdvisor is completely free to use. Go to HomeAdvisor.com or download the free app to get started. HomeAdvisor. Check it, sports fans. You're listening to Ring Talk Live Worldwide in exclusive Sports Byline production. The time may have come to say goodbye to Muhammad Ali because, very honestly, I don't think he can beat George Foreman. Howard Cosell, you told everybody I don't have a chance. You told them I don't have nothing but a prayer. Well, Chump, all I need is a prayer because if that prayer reached the right man, not only will George Foreman fall, but mountains will fall. Maybe he can pull off a miracle. But against George Foreman, so young, so strong, so fearless, against George Foreman, who does away with his opponents one after another in less than three rounds, it's hard for me to conjure with that. And you're always talking about Muhammad. You're not the same man you were ten years ago. Well, I asked your wife, and she told me you're not the same man you were two years ago. After this fight, I suspect Ali will retire. And through all of the years, my own memories of him will be as a fighter and as the strange and curious and gregarious and engaging and sometimes cruel and sometimes family man that he is. I'm going to let everybody know that that thing you got on your head is a pony and it comes from a tail of a pony. Bottom line is Ali and Cosell, man. Great to know both of them. Great to hear them. You know, they, they loved each other. The love was just, it was unbridled. They really did. I'll never forget when, when Ali was telling me that uh, they were in Venezuela for the uh, Caracas, Venezuela, for the George Foreman, Ken Norton fight, of course, down there. I think Ken Norton got knocked out in one or two rounds, but George Foreman was the world heavyweight champion. Ali wanted a match. Uh, with George Foreman for the World Heavyweight title. Of course, that would eventually take place, the Rumble in the Jungle. But they're on an airplane, and they're going down the runway at like 120 miles an hour. And you have to realize, you know, that this is that the end of the runway is a cliff off into the water. That's what this is. It's a cliff onto the, off into the water, okay, in Caracas, Venezuela. So they're going along. They're like at 100 miles per hour, and the pilot hits the brakes. He hits the brakes, and the plane is going. The plane is skidding on the runway. <laughs> Back and forth, sideways, sideways. Ali and everybody's freaking out, right? So the plane comes to an edge, comes to a stop, like 35 feet from the edge. 35 more feet they'd have been in. The plane would have fell off the cliff into the water, all right? So what does Ali do? He jumps up, looks at Cosell, says, Howard, I saved your ass again. That is the relationship of Muhammad Ali and Howard Cosell. Now, let's talk about the zone. Of course, the zone is the premier supplier of professional boxing right now. We had Canelo Alvarez, the linear world uh, middleweight champion, of course, doing his thing on the on the, the zone a fortnight ago, knocking out Sergio Kolov, the WBO light heavyweight title holder in the tenth round. Of course, that was he's the pay per view king. He's not on pay per view anymore. He's on an app. 
So you can't watch Canelo on pay-per-view anymore. You've got to watch him through the app. And then the bottom line is some of these people aren't hip to the app, but they're getting there. They're getting there because the zones out there, they've got a commitment of boxing that's pretty that's pretty, pretty daunting. I mean, if you're a boxing fan, you basically got to know the streaming service is just shelling out a whole lot of money to make sure that we've got some good fights. And, of course, they've got this fight coming up in a few weeks. Their big fight of the year. I'm talking about the rematch. Anthony Joshua, of course, the <coughs> former world heavyweight champion, <coughs> the man with the intestinal fortitude of a of a gnat, the man with the uh, with the with, how can I put this? I think his stones are about the size of uh, pebbles. In other words, he's six foot seven. He should have a good set of stones on him. Okay, I just don't think they're there. I think if you dropped his shorts, you need a magnifying glass to find him. I really do. Because when he was put up against the wall, when he was tested, when they called him, when they put him on the spot, Anthony Joshua folded. He folded like a cheap pup tent. He just, he just, he wasn't a real deal. He wasn't a real deal. I mean, let me tell you, there's no way in the world. There's no. Way, I'm gritting my teeth here. There's no way in the world you want to come off. There's no, there's, I mean, you're not sitting there on the ropes with your hands side by side looking at the referee and say, hey, baby, what's happening? What's happening? Yeah, let me smile at you. What's happening? No, no, no. You're there to fight. Anthony Joshua wasn't there to fight. Joshua's not a fighter. I talked about that in hour number one with Larry, is that when you're not sort of bred and you go through the, the, the ropes as far as boxing is concerned, you know what you learn as a young kid, like I did with Guy Lambert. Of course, Guy Lambert, Eddie Machen, took me to some amateur fights. Remember, uh, with Eddie, I went 7-0. and He didn't work the corner as he sat in the crowd. He had another, had another guy work the corner, okay? But I went 7-0, and and back to the Machen, Eddie Machen times, but 7-0, and and I think six of them were stops. I think one fight went to a decision with three one-minute rounds. And if you give me a one-minute round, one round, I think I can still fight. Anyway, back to the zone. Um, the zone's got it going on. Of course, Canelo Alvarez said a fortnight ago, the biggest biggest money athlete in the entire world to sign the contract for $364 million for 11 fights. That is a record, no doubt about it. Now, the zone's got, as I said, Ruiz and Joshua going December the 7th in an air-conditioned desert. Did I say that right? I'll say it again. Cut, man, is that right? An air-conditioned desert? They're going to condition the desert outside. They're going to Make it palatable to people boxing in the ring and sitting in arena because I've been to I've been to the, I've been to Dubai. I don't need to go to Saudi Arabia. It's both basically the same thing. Okay, it was like 125 degrees in Dubai in the shade. Okay, you don't need to. I, why does anybody want to go over there? I don't know. Why would you want to live there? I don't know. Let me tell you. If ever there was a place you wanted to get the get the muck out of, it would be the Middle East. Because it's just, it's just a hellhole. Forget the terrorist stuff. I mean, as far as the weather is concerned. The weather is just unbelievable. Anyway, they're going to do this December 7th outdoors. The Saudis say they have uh, figured out a way to cool off the arena. Okay. They expect 100,000 people. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to see. see I'll, I'll see that. I'll believe that when I see it. At the end of the day, who knows what time it is. But, you know, the Ring Talk Live Worldwide coming to you on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. I'm hearing all kinds of stuff in my ear, and I don't know why. You are tuned to Sports Byline. Of course, coming to you each and every Sunday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, two hours on Sports Byline. We talk boxing and mixed martial arts. The Zone rocking and rolling, of course, as I said, trying to boost subscriptions. They've got this big fight coming up. You've got to spend some time on the fight. You've got to spend some time on the fight because if you don't, can I tell you, you know, you're going to miss something. This is a big thing. This is without a doubt. This is a Mexican heavyweight, Mexican American heavyweight. In the old days, cut man, I've got music on my ears. Can you turn that off, please? Um, 
you've never had a Mexican-American heavyweight champion before. You just never have, okay? And you've got Andy Ruiz here. Of course, I said Mexicans turn the pay-per-view cranks. Mexicans are the biggest boxing fans. And I asked Hector Martinez about that one time, and he said to me that there was so much pride in boxing and being in a Mexican boxer, if, if you, whether you're just stepping into the ring, there's just so much pride involved in that that that's why they're able to, to, to come to another level. That's why they're able to step to another level. Because right now, a lot of these boxers... Mm, Mexican boxers get by on grit, gut, and determination. They've got talent, but they've also got grit and guts, and it's hard to question the heart of a true Mexican fighter. I remember back in the days working those Tijuana fights, seeing these young kids come in. I mean, young kids, 16 years old, maybe I think a couple 15, 15, 16 years old, turning pro, turning pro, having three, four, five pro fights by the age of 17. I mean, those were kids. Those were young, hungry kids. And why are they doing that? They're fighting to make for a better living for themselves, for their family. So that's why that's why boxing so and boxing and mixed martial arts is so 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 how can I put it? So acceptable, so so cool in the ghetto because it gives you an opportunity to get out. It just does. It gives people an opportunity to get. Out. And right now, you know, I'm sorry, unless you're a tech guy, you're not making big money here. You're not making big money. I look at the city of San Francisco. I you know I work in the Mission District a lot here in the city by the bay. Some of these houses, get this, the rent's going for seven grand. You know what the rent used to go for before, like a year ago? 700 So it goes from 700 to 7000 I kid you not. One house, they evicted these people from them. They, they paid them some money to move. And this is what's going on here in the city, by the way. They paid some people some money to move out of a house. They gave them 125000 bucks to move, but they had to pay $7,000 a month rent. So how long is that going to last? $7,000 a month. Hundred twenty-five grand. They were living on seven hundred grand before, but see, they had this hundred twenty-five thousand dollar carrot thrown in them, thrown at them in front by these real estate developers who have turned San Francisco into a very nasty place. How did I get off on a subject yet? I don't know. Bottom line is, let's go back to the zone. Rock and roll on December seventh. I think that without a doubt, I think my heart and soul and my boxing acumen tells me that Andy Ruiz wins again. He just does because you can't see you can't make. Remember, I talked earlier about intestinal fortitude and the size of Anthony Joshua's nads. Okay, Um, the reason why I did that is that you can't you can't fake that. You can't. And, and, you know, and Joshua's not a guy that's going to be able to go in there and throw uppercuts like, you know, like Archie Morris, slip down and bend your knees and throw uppercuts, that kind of good stuff, because that's what you would need to beat a guy like Andy Ruiz. You're not going to beat him stand up boxing. He's just not going to because he's going to get down under your punches. He's going to throw shots over your shots. And, of course, Mr. Ruiz, what can I say? He'll be in shape. People say, oh, man, you're worried about his weight. I'm not worried about his weight. Freddie Roach talked about it this week. Freddie Roach said he shouldn't lose too much weight. Listen, whatever weight he comes in, it doesn't matter because at the end of the day, he's going to beat. He's going to beat Anthony Joshua. Why? Because he's a better fighter. Better fighter better conditioned. Yeah, I know he's fat, but the bottom line is he can go the rounds. You didn't see him putting his hands up against the ropes. He got knocked down once. You didn't see him putting his hands up against the ropes, wanting to quit like a dog. And that's what Anthony Joshua did, quit like a dog. Now, I don't want to say that he can't come back and that this would be this is a, um, a, 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 a guarantee that Ruiz is going to win. I mean, would I bet my life? I'd never bet my life on a, com- an, uh, a sporting event or anything like that. I bet big, huge money on that. What I'm trying to tell you is a reasonable bet, a reasonable man will put their money on Andy Ruiz. Plus the fact that they're going to fight in the desert. And I got to sort of say, you know, if I was a Mexican guy, I'd want to fight somewhere in a hot climate. I just would. It's sort of natural to me. It's natural to my to, to my to my genes. OK, now, Anthony Joshua, not so much. Guy grows up in the U.K. The weather's not too good over there. I wouldn't call it Las Vegas ever. 
okay? And I wouldn't call it Saudi Arabia ever, and I think that he's going to be out of his element once he goes there. Now, Barry Hearn, his promoter, he got $40 million bucks to put this fight on in Saudi Arabia. So that's the motivating factor to put this on in the middle of the desert and where it's 125 degrees everywhere else, but it's going to be palatable in that little outdoor stadium. I don't know how they're going to do it. Imagine that. you got a parking lot. you got a parking lot, folks. You're going to air condition a parking lot. That's what you're going to do. But you're in the desert. It's 120 degrees. And you're going to air condition a parking lot. More power to them. And they got, you know, I guess if they're paying 35 to 40 million bucks for the fight and they expect 100,000 people there to be there, I guess they've got some type of plan. But it doesn't sound, does it sound feasible? It just doesn't. You can't cool off the desert or can you? Anyway, the zone, nineteen ninety nine a month, 20 bucks a month, whatever it's costing you. You got to see Billy Joe Sanders and Devin Haney last week. I mean, these guys are without a doubt stone cold studs. I mean, Saunders coming back, not looking good, looking somewhat, you know, Average. I mean, that guy that was beat, the guy was beating him like a dog. The guy, uh, Ciceras, I think it was, he threw a bolo punch. I mean, he was dog. He dogged Billy Joe Sanders. But when I threw bolo punches on guys, I was beating them and I stayed focused and beat them. He threw bolo punches and ended up getting knocked out. You don't, you don't do that. At the end of the fight, you don't take your eye off the ball. The idea is that nothing, nothing is ever certain until it's over, especially in combat sports. I mean, in boxing or MMA, nothing. I think I'm winning this fight. Yeah, but guess what? Nothing can get turned around. Nothing gets turned around quicker than a punch. Boom! On the chin in the world of combat sports. No doubt about that. So boxing is not playing second fiddle anybody, not especially the USC when it comes to the world of the zone. So if you got the zone, you'll be able to watch a whole lot of fights. Of course, I am a zone fan, but I'm also an ESPN Plus fan. And I want to mention that as well. Of course, Bob Arum doing his thing as far as top-ranked boxing is concerned and ESPN, ESPN Plus, the app. Good fights. I mean, good fights. I, you got to give them props. I mean, Teofimo Lopez is going to be on that in a couple of weeks. But, you know, give Bob some props. He's 85, almost 90 years old now, and he's still rocking on. Of course, December 14th, going to go with Terrence. Take it back. I thought that was pay-per-view. It's not pay-per-view. Terrence Crawford, December 14th. Of course, the undefeated lad out of Omaha, Nebraska. He is a 135-pound champion, 140-pound champion, and now holds the title. The WBA 147-pound title. Taking on Edgidus. Uh, let's not go with his last name. Cava, whatever. Anyway, that's WWE title. That's going to be on ESPN the same night as Richard Comey battles with Teofimo Lopez for the IBF lightweight title December 14th. So December 7th, you've got a couple of fights on that card. They'll talk about the heavyweight championship of the world and the Ruiz and Anthony Joshua. But on Showtime, Jamar Charlo and Dennis Hogan. That's going to be a good fight as well for the WBC middleweight title. Wow. Lots of good fights. Boxing hot and happening if you got the apps and showtime to an extent in the month of December. You are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide on Sports Byline. Clap your hands, sir. Stop being racist. Clap your hands. I guarantee you there's no problem. Attention business owners, are you struggling while waiting for your customers to pay on their net 30, 60, or 90-day invoices? Can't get a business loan, have no equity, bad credit, or maybe no credit at all? Then you need to call AmeriFactors right now. AmeriFactors will give you cash for your invoices and there's nothing to pay back. We simply buy your account receivables and if those clients don't pay on the invoices, we take the loss. We give you funds based on your account receivables 
not your credit. And 98% of all applicants are approved. It's that simple. With AmeriFactors, there's no more waiting for your customers to pay. We give you the funds up front, then we wait for your customers to pay us. Fund your business today. Call AmeriFactors right now. 800 847 1183 or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003 Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003 Are you an active stock market investor? Well, then you know these three key words. Buy, sell, hold. Those three magic words can make or lose you money in the stock market. What if we can show you a time-tested tool that's been helping stock market investors succeed for over 30 years? It's called VectorVest, an amazing system designed to make smart investing easy. The VectorVest system analyzes, sorts, and ranks over 19,000 stocks every day and tells you when to buy, what to buy, and when to sell any stock to maximize your profits in less than 10 minutes a day. And if you call right now, you can test drive our amazing Vector Vest system risk-free for 30 days for just $9.95. 800-584-2519. That's 800-584-2519. Now more of Ring Talk. With Pedro Fernandez. Better grab me quick before my knees give way. November 23rd, of course, boxing the WBC heavyweight title. Wilder and Ortiz, us on pay-per-view. November 23rd, Callum Smith and John Ryder, WB 168-pound belt. November 23rd, as I said, same day on The Zone. The Zone, same day. Andrew Casillo versus Rene Alvarado, a WBA title fight at 130 pounds. Another title fight on the same card, November 30th, ESPN Plus, Oscar Valdez, the guy that's on the, uh, the, on the uh, wall behind me here in the Sports Byline Studios, a former WBO featherweight title, and now fighting at 130 pounds, taking on Andres Gutierrez, that's November 30th, uh, ESPN Plus, Carl Francis on the same card, November 30th, ESPN Plus, another card on November 30th with zone. wow, can I keep going, December 7th, of course, the big card, Andy Ruiz and Anthony Joshua, December 7th, Showtime, Jamal Charlo and Dennis Hogan, Hogan, of course, got screwed against Jaime Munguia a couple of months ago, I mean, screwed, I mean, really bad, oh, that was already, anyway, he won, without a doubt, won like eight or, eight or ten of the rounds, and got Got denied. Anyway, Charlo going to put WBC middleweight title on the line December the 7th on Showtime. Of course, same date as Ruiz and um, Joshua going in Saudi Arabia. December the 14th, Terrence Crawford and that guy Igadis. And, of course, that's on ESPN. And the 14th to come back ESPN+. Plus. 
Golden Contract Tournament, whatever that is, light heavyweight quarterfinals, December 23rd, ESPN Plus. Ryota Murata, the Japanese hope, current WBA middleweight title holder, of course, the guy that beat Rob Brandt. I thought Rob Brandt was going to beat, lick him, beat him down. Rob, what happened? Anyway, American Rob Brandt failing miserably when he went across the pond and fought in the land of the sun and dropping the WBA middleweight strap to Ryota Murata. Taking on Stephen Butler. Stephen Butler, who's that? Anyway, December 28th, Showtime. The Tank, Gervonta Davis. Why do they call him the Tank? Because he's fat. Taking on Yuri Gamboa. What is Yuri Gamboa still doing fighting? 135 pounds. Gamboa, a great, great featherweight, a great 130-pounder at 135. Not too much. Badu Jack, the aforementioned Badu Jack. Jake's Jacob Stitcheran talked about him in, earlier in the show, earlier in this hour of Ring Talk Live Worldwide. He's taking on Jane Pascal for the WBA light heavyweight title. Of course, that's going down December 28th. want to thank Stitch Duran. want to thank Larry Merchant, the HBO Godfather. want to thank the... The producer extraordinaire in the other room. Sometimes I throw rocks in the window, but the bottom line is he is a man. I'm talking about Scott Cutting. I want to thank you, my Ring Talk listeners here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Don't forget, I go into the world of promotions, La Fuente 2020. That's the February 1st in the Excelsior District. We're going to have a La Fuente reunion. If you don't know about La Fuente, check out La Fuente 2020. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, a production of Sports Byline. Sports Byline.